Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> Woo! What up, ladies and gentlemen? Hernan C.S. here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James C.S. And as always, we have another spectacular, fun-filled show, ready to go, ready to rock and roll it, here for you. Welcome to another episode of the Business Bros. On today's show, prepare to learn about a modern-day storyteller who, as a fellow podcaster, is inspired to help others do something we've been talking about a lot so far in 2020, which is, can you guess? Fire your boss. Fire your boss. <laughs> Our guest today wants to help you find the drive to take a little extra risk and learn the skills you need to become an entrepreneur in the roaring 2020s. We are super excited to bring to you from the New Age Influencers Podcast. Please welcome to the show, Aaron Patton. Business bros. What's Yo, up, guys? What's up, Excited to be here. This ah. is a definition of myself, so I'm glad to be on this podcast. Man. Boom. Fantastic. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate a you. A fellow business bro. <laughs> a fellow business bro. <laughs> well, happy hump day, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get started, I want to remind you guys, 100 blankets and or hoodies, sweaters coming in. We really appreciate it. We officially see got five that came in shipped in the mail, <laughs> so I don't care how we get them. You can ship them to us you can hit up james at 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com he'll hop on his harley go out there and pick them up but 100 is what we're looking for so if you got them let us know yeah yeah i already told everybody at the office too and uh keep me accountable i'm gonna start posting stories every day for the rest of the month perfect That's i will let you know yep I Keep will text accountable. you. I will text you. Stories way, every day telling people we need blankets, we need hoodies, we need to fill that thermometer all the way to the top. One hundred by the end of this month. Fifteen. Let's more, keep some people more days, warm. Sixty more days. So shout 16 out. Sixteen days. Shout out to Esther Dominguez. She's the one Woo-hoo. who sent us the ones in package. So thank you very much, Thea. Love you. And uh, next one, uh, James is the insurance guy. So if you guys have any insurance needs, homeowners, autos, workers, comp, general liability, any stuff like that, or maybe you want to add insurance into your business. Maybe you have a tax office, mortgage office. We can help you out with that. We'll do all the heavy lifting for you. You sit back, collect commission checks. Just send us the referrals. That's how we operate. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Show sponsor for today is dronequote.net. Beautiful sunny San Diego. The sun's shining dollar bills on you. You just need to have the right equipment to catch them dollar bills. Dronecode.net is where you need to go. So Dronecode.net forward slash business bros. That's where you start the shopping experience when it comes to solar. Then you sit back. They're going to send a drone over, measure out your rooftop, send it to roofing companies, solar companies. You sit back and pick the quote that works for you. Dronecode.net forward slash business bros. Totally did not put the Casanova Fish Tacos logo on the screen while you were saying that for like a second. Oh, that's okay. Casanova Fish Tacos is another show sponsor, but <laughs> it was Dronecode today. Sorry. Dronecode today. Dronecode today. All right. All right. Now, you ready to rock and roll? Here we go. For the Boom. show. 
Welcome, Aaron. welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I love the fucking energy. It's great. Dude, it's so it's, good. That's, so good. Every this time the switch do. goes on, dude, it just gets a little <laughs> more changes, exciting, right? dude. It does. Like we were in here, we were chilling, we were just kind of chit-chatting. Like everything was calm and mellow. And then that switch lights up and we're like, whoa! Dude, well, think about it. So we were talking a little bit before the show. So a little bit of, a little bit of behind the scenes type for the audience. So uh, Aaron's here and I want to ask him a bunch of questions. There's like, I want to get to know him, just start talking right away. But it's awkward because I don't want you guys, you the audience, to miss out on the conversation. So I'll ask a question and then I'll stop. Like, eh, never mind, we'll wait for it. We'll wait, we'll wait just a few minutes. And I know Aaron's sitting back there like trying to say some stuff too. Like we were having a good TikTok conversation. We were having a great TikTok conversation, and uh, as a podcaster, yeah, it's it's hard to understand how long you should actually talk before you actually hit record. So. Yeah, because the good stuff, <laughs> the good stuff comes out when it's just natural, right? Yeah. When, when you don't have to worry about it, that's when the na- the natural stuff comes out. All right, so uh, in a couple years, you wanna you wanna help enough people fire their fire their bosses, right? Yeah, Tell man. A little bit I, about your I just want to inspire people to live a little differently. You know, it's it's all the rage to get into online business. It's like the cool thing to do, but a lot of people go about it the wrong way. So I'm trying to influence and impact people to do it the right way through storytelling. So every single week, I'm talking to influencers, social media people, people that are in the trenches, actually living the shit, and not just teaching it from a textbook. So that's what I want to do. I want to inspire people to take action, imperfect action, and then reevaluate and keep going. Right. Assess analyze fail forward dude it, how many here, here's my biggest thing anytime people start something right they 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 hop on the horse they're like cool this is gonna be awesome then you know something happens they hit a road bump boom they fall off and then they're like oh that sucked and and they kind of walk away and quit like what inspired you to keep moving in that forward direction i mean i'm sure you didn't have it all figured out when you first got started absolutely not i was in the corporate software sales world for about seven years and uh i hit a wall when i hit my upper 20s i was like if i'm going to continue to have these conversations slang in this type of software it was financial based expense report software it wasn't anything fancy i was like i'm not going to be a happy person in 10 years if i keep doing this so like i need to switch my shit up and i'm the type of person that really enjoys risk risk taking so honestly I quit my job kind of on a whim, started playing poker since I have a a really serious hobby of playing poker. And uh, I can get more into that, but that did not work out full time. I also realized I didn't want to be in a fucking casino seven days a week, grinding (laughs) it out with uh, old man river over here in the morning. Like I didn't want to, I did not want to do that shit, but uh, you know, a couple things happened and I started getting into the world of social media and I was like, I really like poker because I get to talk to so many different diverse types of people, mm-hmm. learn the stories. It's the only place where people can come together and do one thing, like completely different backgrounds, like a young Asian kid with an old grandma with a VP of a corporate company, all the same place. I was like, I like talking to these people, learning their stories. So how can I apply that to a more positive and productive manner? You, and so I, I started a podcast and I've been loving it. Yeah, you you, you got a very similar story to mine. I, I used to do the poker thing myself. Back mm. when it was back when uh, like the World Series of Poker started getting really hot. Mm. Like that's that at that point I was like, dude, um I, I should start doing this, right? I started playing online poker. Then I went to the casino, started playing in 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 the casinos. I started off. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bankroll myself. I'm gonna put like 300 bucks. I'm gonna start off with that, and I'll see where it happens. And, and dude, I, I got it up to like three four grand. It was awesome. This dude was in the navy at the time, and I, I had I had this that tin right there that has those hundred dollar bills sticking out right there right behind uh, okay. you. Okay, so snack in those. memoriam, in memoriam, <laughs> right? And so, and, and but but that was like my my where I hid my stuff, right? So yeah. I had it, I had it, and and I remember he came down and he was like, hey, what are we gonna do today? I was like, I don't know, dude. I gotta go. I'm gonna go to the casino and, and make some money today. He's like, I go whatever you want to do. I go just open it up and what. 
Whoop, you playing? Yeah. Sorry, Sorry about that. So I go, just open up the, the thing, grab like a $100 bill or two, yeah. whatever, and yeah. like go do whatever you need to do and i'll meet up with you in a few hours but it was like it was awesome at that point but i was living on my own i was kind of roommating with somebody at the time because that was like right after i went broke like closed the business and everything so that's how i was surviving i was playing poker wow okay like, i did not know so we have some similar uh similar right? endeavors here so i so actually i started on instagram really by posting every single poker session that i played publicly online wins or losses Ooh. so on instagram i have my own poker instagram i do a ton of fucking instagram but I had my own poker Instagram and I was documenting it all. And the first 100 sessions I did anonymous and I, I would recap my sessions and like talk about the feelings of what I was doing like during the session after it, like hands that I got screwed over or won. And then I did like a face reveal uh, session 101. And then from there, people knew who I was, but I still started posting. But it just wasn't, you know, as lucrative as I yeah, needed yeah, it to be yeah. to actually do something. So I was like, I can't just drive my bank account into the damn ground here. Like, I got to do something. You got to survive. Yeah. Well, I had minimal expenses. So I literally I, I was surviving. I, I only needed like 800 bucks a month at that time to like survive. So that was manageable in a month. The, the problem was like I would always set myself. I would take like a, an X amount of dollars. Right. I got to a point where I was like taking like 400 bucks um, and I was doing like two or three buy-ins depending on where I was paying playing and uh and that was it like if I lost that that day it was over oh you're good if I lost that that day it was over but if I and I would set a top limit too all I had to do was win 300 bucks mm -hmm. and then I would walk out that day mm -hmm. it didn't matter whether I won a pot that very first hand I sat down I won 300 bucks I walked out I walked out the door because in a casino you don't win till you walk out right exactly so that was that was the goal I would go in win walk out or lose and walk out and that was it Hernan, if I would have done that, I guarantee I would have been way more profitable because I would <laughs> always stay at that motherfucker for so long. And sometimes I would yeah, run it up to a couple thousand bucks and, and walk away so happy. But most of the time I would start up and then I would just go back down and then down and then try to get out and then go down more. Like, it's just so hard. But dude, that feeling you get <laughs> like when you're when when that risk comes out like that, that same feeling I still get today with mm -hmm. with everything that we do, like mm -hmm. an idea will pop into your head and you're like. I need to execute this. And there's all this excitement behind it. There's all this like enthusiasm, kind of like when you get that hand, that very first hand that you get dealt, the two cards, you're looking at them, you're like, this is gonna be sick. This right? is it, baby. This, this is, is it. it. This and is and it. you don't always know that it's gonna happen, right? The cards may lay a different way. You might get, you know, like when you get a king and a two, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, great. all in, all in, <laughs> all in, right off the tap. But but that's what happens, right? You 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 look at those first two cards and you get super excited and you know what's going on. Business is the same type of way. You have this idea in your head and you're excited. You start implementing, and even though you might have the best hand at the beginning, doesn't mean that it's gonna be the best hand at the end. And so true, so true. And and I'm just a huge risk junkie. So it, it appeals to me the game of poker, and then also business and entrepreneurship. That's appealed to me. And I'm just getting going with all that. But it's uh, it's been a fun ride so far. I've had a lot of fun in the last couple of years, and I don't don't plan on stopping. So tell me a little bit about what what kind of uh, what kind of stuff are you are you putting on your podcast as far as like what are we teaching people as far as risk taking or or doing the uh, the influencer route? Yeah, it's it's mindset, motivation, and then practical tips to apply to people's everyday lives. So every single story is different. Every single influencer that I talk to on Mondays is different. So this this past interview this week was Mikey Taylor. He went from pro skateboarder to a real estate entrepreneur. Um, there's just, it runs the gamut. I've had uh, like Zach Holmes. He does like the, he's the new generation jackass. His show launched on MTV. A couple other big people doing entertainers, comedians, uh, business people, branders, speakers. Like it just runs the, the gamut on what they have. But every single one of them 
Uh, there's consistency to what they say as far as mindset, taking action, keeping going. And, and just like, it's just, it's something that you can uh, repeat and give back to the audience, but in a different way every week. So it's different, but the same. And I think that's important for people to understand. I, I love the, uh, the interview process. Like it's how amazing. much, how much have you learned from the people and how much has it shaped you as an individual? I was just talking to a buddy the other day. I was like, man, dude, I, if I had started this podcast back in my early twenties, I'd be a grand fucking master of the world i think like honestly like i've learned way more in the last year interviewing these people who have made it to certain levels of success than i have in the previous 10 years combined of like schooling college and all that granted i'm not gonna say that i didn't learn anything in high school college you know you, you learn how to work together and projects and all this stuff but like just true real life shit yeah this is where it's at not not just that like people people have experienced things made mistakes and like it's surprising. It surprised me anyways. Like when I sit down with them, how willing they are to share these stories. Like so how, willing, dude, it, you know, back in the day, if I wanted to know something, right. I, I mean, I don't know how, how old are you? 32. 32. Okay. So you're, you're close enough. Right. So like when I was growing up, if I wanted to know something, I had to look it up in the encyclopedia, right? It, it internet wasn't like a, a thing. Mm -hmm. It didn't really start mm -hmm. pushing until I was like in high school. Then uh, AOL happened and uh, we, we started opening up. Right. But, um, Finding these people, like being able to get in contact with somebody who had some sort of experience was difficult. Like, how was I supposed to learn from somebody if I couldn't even, like, what, was I supposed to find them in the white pages? The, you know, it didn't exist. The middleman's cut out. You don't have to go through any assistance. You can actually find people and you can message them and you know that they have the opportunity to see your DM. You know, if you're DMing Oprah or Grant Cardone or someone, chances are they're never going to see it. But, like, they have the opportunity to if mm -hmm. they go in their DMs and scroll and then maybe hit on one random message but like anyone's accessible it doesn't have to be just the big time people like you can reach out to anyone anywhere and that's truly amazing how important is it today to have something like a podcast it's i say it's the greatest hack in modern society to, to start business in anything that you want to do like in any industry or any niche that you're interested in you can start a podcast and then you have a legitimate reason to reach out to everyone who's made something of themselves or semi-successful or going in the right direction in that industry and you can just align yourself with them. It's called authority alignment. When, when you align yourself with enough authoritative people, you're going to start to think like them, become like them, and eventually you're going to get to some sort of semblance of where they are at some point if you just keep going. Do I have to do it every day? You don't have to do it every day, but it certainly helps get that, get that Gary <laughs> V shit. I know you guys do it every – you do a uh, podcast episode every weekday. Like, that's impressive as hell. I'm it very is, impressed. It is, but, you know, it, and the, the thing about it is is we're, we're psycho crazy dudes. Like, we'll, we'll we'll put that out, but but you don't have – my, my thing to other people is you don't have to do it every day. And you don't you have don't. to get all – you know, you don't have to have the headphones. You don't have to have the mic now. Like, you can do it directly from your phone. You can do a little vlog video. You can post content. It doesn't even have to be officially a podcast that you put out on Spotify and, and iTunes and like that. It's just being able to put out your content on a regular basis to build a brand, but consistently – Right when you say you're gonna do it on this day or this weekday or whatever it's gonna be, that you consistently put out that information. Yeah, I was just talking to my people. I've been starting a little uh, membership group, and I was just talking about how the whole mentality is like you got to think like your your own Netflix TV show. Like you don't have to be that hardcore about it, but like you need to put out consistent content. You need to have a message. You need to have a target demographic to start, and uh, make sure that it's repeatable and something you have fun doing. Because if you don't have fun doing it, you're not going to stick with it. If you don't stick with it, you're going to get nowhere. So you got to stick with it and have fun. Tell me about the continuity, about the membership. 
What are you What are you working on there? Um, yeah. So I actually said to myself, uh, so the podcast, my podcast, A New Age Influencers, is about a year and two months old. And so I said to myself when I started it, I was going to do it for a year without trying to do any monetization to make any money whatsoever, just, just so I can make sure that I like doing it for no money. Because if I can like doing it for no money, then sure shit, I can, it, I can do it for money. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. So uh, that point hit uh, last November or October. And uh, so this year is my first step into really trying to make some uh, money through adding value to other people as as far as how to actually go through the process of establishing an online business or brand the right way. Pretty much like I, I think of, of it as myself as I've been feasting at this online business buffet for the last year and I'm just going to grab all the best shit and put it on a plate and uh, lay it out for people in an easy to consume manner, like from stage one to stage whatever, and people can join the membership, they can evaluate and define where they are on the success path, and then they can see what they need to do to get to the next steps. And mm. based on what they wanna do, whether they wanna be a consultant, or whether they wanna run a membership business, or just improve their online presence or brand for their nine to five, like be better at their real estate job, or, or stock, or whatever like it is, um, just allow them the opportunity to get the information in a dice down, easy to consume manner, you know, from all of the experts that I've talked to, the thousands of notes and hours that I've gone over doing it. So instead of going back and listening to the, you know, 70 plus at, uh, interview episodes, which they certainly can for free, or they can just pay a little monthly fee and then get it all given right to them on a silver nice. platter. Do you do Q and A's and stuff with them too? Yeah, so this uh, I'm just starting it out. It's in a test phase right now. So I have like 130 people in a test group where I'm going to provide the content and all of it for free for them. And then I'm going to start charging in the spring. Um, and hopefully I'm going to test out and get some feedback from the people. And uh, they're going to be able to get it free, free forever. Unfortunately, it's closed, but it will open in, in for the public in spring. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing uh, something similar. Um, building, so so at Eastlake, I teach a course called Financial Algebra, right? So I teach kids, you know, like opening bank accounts and mm -hmm. buying home, that sort of stuff. And every time I sit with them at the beginning of the year, them and their parents, and I explain what the course is, the parents are always doing the same mm -hmm. thing. They're like, man, I wish I had a course like that when I was in mm -hmm. high school. And then inevitably you get the other person in the bag going, man, I wish I had a course right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, you know, my wife was like, you should actually put that course together, yeah. put it online and, and sell that course. And I was like, damn, babe, you're, you're a genius. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> So, you know, that, that membership idea started to brew in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to start working on that. And the reason I, I just love that model so much after talking about all these different models with all these different people is just because not only is the subscription economy blowing up, like, you know, Spotify, Amazon, like we are all subscribed to at least probably 10, mm. you know, vendors uh, on a monthly basis, but people understand it and they, they understand what it's supposed to be like. Um, but it also helps people actually implement the information learned. Like if you sell a course, that's fine but then people are gonna consume it. And a lot of times people are just gonna let it sit and not actually take action on what they've learned. So if you're uh, doing like a subscription model or membership where you are actually talking to them every single week, holding them accountable, you know, hey Dan, hey Sarah, how is your new Instagram account going? How is your new, how are you doing like trying to get some consulting clients? Like how is that going for you? And they're gonna be like, well, it didn't do anything last week. I was like, well, no wonder you're still working at your office. Like you, you know, like you got to hold them accountable, and and so speed of implementation is huge. That's what people care about. You know, people are kind of getting numb to just the people that are pushing, you know, the info products and the knowledge products. They want to be held accountable and actually make progress. So if you can uh, position yourself as a person to help them do that as a guide, then you're going to be able to uh, win with them. You're not going to win unless they win. So you right. got to make sure that your people win in whatever you're doing, whoever you're selling, your clients, your people. 
That's huge. That's that's absolutely huge because you're right. The info products, I, you know, I think of it like a like a gym membership. Like you you have a gym membership because you intended to go to the gym. Exactly. But a lot of people fall off that wagon. Right. But if there's somebody like for me, we have a, a well, I guess it's like a 5 a.m. club. When we, we hit the gym, there's people that, you know, I'm required. Well, I, I made myself required to take a picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't take a picture of myself, but I take a picture <laughs> at the gym. Right. And then I tag the people that are that I know have asked to be held accountable for going to the gym in the morning and do they go i don't 100 percent know if all of them go or not but the point is they've been hit with that accountability thing now now it's like you know somebody's watching i got dinged again damn it i should i should go and then just pushing people to go to that next phase yeah because most people need that extra push in this economy there's so much information there's so much noise like you can get distracted so easily like you need someone to help you focus and if you don't need someone then more power to you like just consume the information and do it yourself but a lot of people are going to need some help especially because they don't know what to do and they don't know how to do it so if you can provide a value or a service like in a certain industry that people care about where they need that help um then you're gonna be in a good position in the future all right as a fellow content creator so this is what i started doing so we have this show that we do every single day at four o'clock right but i started and 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 <laughs> He's always got good timing with that. I totally don't even have my script up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had to stop it in the middle. It was a perfect anyway, spot. Okay, it was. I got you. All right. The time is 20 minutes and 33 seconds. We interrupt today's regularly scheduled number one podcast in San Diego for a purely selfish, completely irreverent sell out cash grab word from our sponsor, Hernan. What are we selling today? Solar, ladies and gentlemen. The sun is out. It's already pouring money. You just don't have the right equipment to catch it. It's like you're in the outfield and no glove. So you guys got to go to drumquote.net forward slash business bros. It's how we get solar process started, right? They're not a solar company. They're just going to help you hook up with a bunch of different solar companies so that you can choose the one that's best for you. Drumquote.net forward slash business bros. Enter your information. They're going to send a drone to your home. Take pictures of your rooftop. Send it to roofing companies. Send it to solar companies. You sit back and look at the quote. Pick the one that works for you now you got a glove in the outfield catching those sun rays and turning them into dollars drunko.net forward slash business bros with one oh with one oh and uh while we're on the subject of uh promoting things uh there is something that i actually want to promote uh two things first of all fill this thermometer ladies and gentlemen hundred uh hoodies and blankets Got to get those going. Uh, secondly, Invictus Advisors is going to match donations up to $500. Uh, we have our Invictus Advisors weekly series that's going on right now. Tomorrow is week three, and we're talking Shark Tank, which oh. is really excited because we have uh, Vidal, the Shark CFO, Espinosa, who's been uh, dropping knowledge on us for the past couple of weeks. So the Invictus Advisors uh, are going to be back on tomorrow, and anybody who's donating these hoodies and uh, blankets, if you can't donate the hoodies and blankets, you want to donate some money, Invictus Advisors is matching donations up to $500. Oh, you heard it here first. All right, so that being said, and now back to the number one podcast in San Diego, the Business Bros Pod. <laughs> All right, so now 
what I was going to ask you. As you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have the show that we do in the afternoon, right? And so, uh, that, and, and it goes on Facebook Live, which is awesome. We create pieces of content, which go in other places. But I've been kind of ignoring posting stuff on Instagram. Like, I was doing really good at posting stories and stuff. So I wanted to get back onto Instagram. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I started a morning show. And it has nothing to do with business. <laughs> I just want to hop on from the moment I leave my house to when I get to school. It's about a 15, 20-minute drive. Hop on the Instagram Live. And I'm shouting out like to people like, hey, what's going on? Tell me about your day. What are you trying to conquer? What are you trying to what did you fail at? What did you want to succeed at? And we've only done two days, but I've already had somebody hop on the show. Shout out to Jackie. Shopped on the show today, kind of shared stuff. And it's just that same type of thing. Like, how do I get more information? How do I get more value out there to engage with my audience? What do you think of that? Is it is that like off the, the rails is that different what do you think yeah well i think when you're first starting out i think it's important to focus on maybe one or two platforms that you can go all in on it's better to be really good at a couple than to be kind of mediocre at all so mm-hmm. when you're starting out i think it's really important you know pick instagram or twitter or pinterest or wherever your core audience is you know spending time on the most and then go in on that for a while and then start to branch out um, definitely create accounts and everything in all the spaces, but you don't have to post once a day for every single platform of all time. Like y- that would be so hard. Like it is time consuming. That Gary Vee shit is hard to do. Like it's, uh, I mean, he's kind of an anomaly, but uh, if you can do it, more power to you. But I would say go all in on, on, on one platform. And the other thing, yeah, is just it's it, when content, content comes down to two two paths. It's uh, niche content and then broad content. So niche content, you're talking about your real estate or your stocks or your, you know, whatever your specialty is, your fitness, like you're doing that, but then you don't want to just be known for that. And if you are, then you're going to limit yourself. So you want to, it's, this is where personal branding comes into play. So if you're posting general content as well, like you taking your daughter or son to school, showing people that they can relate to you, like you're a regular person, like doing regular things so they can relate and humanize yourself on a, on a regular level and not just be the business bro, but you're also the dad and the guy that's going to school and, and driving and doing all this regular stuff too. Like, I think it's important to have a dynamic of both. And I think a lot of people mess up because they're either posting too much broad content, not enough niche content or too much niche content, not enough broad content. Mm, that's, that's good. That's, that's, you know, and I always wonder about that because there's, there's a bunch of different things and I wonder how these rules become rules, right? Like, is it a rule or is it a guideline, right? Meant to be broken. Is it, is it like, is it like social? media law that you're not supposed to do this or is it just like this guy said it and so that's how it's going to be yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? there's definitely no law there's no right way to do anything um but it's it's something where you should be conscious about it and it's not like oh i did niche here so i need to do broad now to match it. it's like no just make sure you have a little uh you dip your hands in both uh, yeah and just be aware that you should be like you know i catch myself sometimes where i'm just like i'm just posting throughout my day and like just regular stuff and i was like damn i gotta get some type of podcast content in here today i just like it goes off as a light bulb to me and then sometimes i'm just like promoting the podcast and all this shit so hard as like damn people might be getting a little tired of this today <laughs> uh, i'm gonna post uh, me fucking around in the basketball quarter like whatever you know well here's here's something about that too like so who says that people are getting fed up with that like I, I i wonder because i know i'm scrolling through the feed and there's people that and you know i have a lot of real estate agents mm-hmm. that post houses and sometimes i'm like oh that's an interesting house yeah and i know this person's been posting <laughs> nothing but open house open house <laughs> open house right i know that that's yeah. what's there but i but every once in a while i stop and i look anyways right mm-hmm. do i do i consciously think oh that guy's putting out another open house like i don't 
I don't actually think that, but I know so, yeah. that they're probably thinking that of themselves. And I wonder how much are you blocking yourself from putting out content because you think, well, they, you know, they quote unquote yeah. they are, you know, getting tired of me. Yeah. So I made a conscious decision. I think it was like episode interview. I don't know, thirty or thirty-five. I think it was with Jason Capital, and he said something really that resonated with me. It's like you're working out when you're posting on social media. You're not give a fuck muscle. So I've been working that out for so long. I just post and I don't care. But I always consciously keep in mind like. How is this affecting someone else's thought about themselves or about what's happening? Like, I keep that in the back of my mind because I always want the content to, you know, either entertain the person, inspire them, educate them or relate in some way. And if it's not doing one of those four things, then I probably shouldn't be posting it. In my mind, that's what I say. A lot of people don't consciously think about that, but I think that's where, you know, certain people you know, are able to grow more of an audience because every single time you post, if you are educating, inspiring, you know, um, and, and doing what I just said, then, and it's better for the audience. And he, he, here's, here's my side of it, right? So yes, I agree with that. I, mm-hmm. I, that's like bringing value, right? That's right. how you're going to grow your audience, uh, faster and, and have people who are, who are like loyal to you. Right. Mm-hmm. But then on, on the other side, I think like in real life, there are people who are attracted to me because of my personality, right? And there oh, yeah. are people who just really don't want anything to do with me. Absolutely. Same type of yeah. thing. So I keep thinking to myself, I'm just going to be me be. every single time, mm-hmm. right? This is who I am. This is, you know, like it or not. Like if you talk to me in real life, guess what? I'm probably going to end up gearing the discussion somewhere in the business realm anyways because that's where I live in my mind. So this is who I'm going to be. But do I have fun? Yeah. Like yesterday I was playing Vader Immortal, my son's, you know, <laughs> Oculus Quest because it just came in, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I have this TikTok in my drafts of me like looking like an idiot with Vader Immortal and that's okay, right? That's that, okay. Oh, that's completely okay and that, that falls into the relate, uh, relatable category. So when you're just being you, that's relatable because you're a human being. At least I think so. Yeah, yeah. Last time I checked, right? I still believe. <laughs> so if you're just posting stuff that you're doing, stuff that you're saying, like you don't have to consciously really think about it. You just do it because it's you. And if you build up your personal brand, like you don't have to actively think about, oh, I want to build up my personal brand. But like that's what you're doing when you just share. Mm-hmm. I posted uh, yesterday. It's like personal branding. All it is is just being willing to share more. Like that's it mm. so that you can reach out people that are reach out to people and reach people that are not in your inner circle of family and friends. That is all that it is. It's just being known by more people. It's not you knowing more people. It's being known by more people. All right. I want to go back a little bit. Right. Sure. sure. So you um, you left a corporate job with no idea really of how you were going to move forward. I want you to take me to like the 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 I that epiphany moment that you had where you were like this is it. I'm done. Like, tell me a little bit of story about how that happened. What was that experience like? I got two moments for you. So, uh, leading up to my eventual exit of the corporate life, I was, uh, building up some different types of accounts online, just experimenting. And, uh, I was in this one Instagram engagement group with uh, Supreme Patty. I don't know if you know that guy mm-hmm. on Instagram, but he went from like 10,000 followers. Now he's at like seven and a half mil. And uh, he blew up in a year to like 2 million. And then I was like, this is so powerful. Like I saw that happen. Like I was having conversations with him. Now he's too big time. He's not talking to anyone, but like um, I I saw that. So I saw the power of that. So I was like, this internet has got it going on. And then I started listening to a lot of Gary V and that was in my head, like a, just like a little tick in the yeah. back of my head, like Gary Vee tick. That's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he does. But I love it. Like he's right almost all the time. Like it's just like he just is. Because it's simple. Yeah, it's, it's just simple. simple and he's just relatable. Um, 
And then the second moment was I was working on this big deal. I've been working at this company for like three years and I had been working that deal in Canada. I was like a construction company for three years and I was gung ho about it. I was going to make like, I don't know, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 commission check if I closed it. And they ended up going with a competitor and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hall moment. That's what it was, right? But honestly, it might be a blessing in disguise because if I had gotten that check, I may still be in the corporate life and I probably would be just fine, but I would probably, you know, eventually still come to the conclusion that I don't like what I'm doing and uh, it would just be elongated. Like my timeline would be longer. And uh, so uh, I think that you can't have any regrets, but uh, you you have to be thankful for what you went through to get you where you are now. But uh, that's, that's the two moments for me, for sure. Dude, that would that does suck. But like even today, you're in your own space now. You're hunting your own accounts now essentially, right? Through clients and through trials and errors and all that stuff. You're still going to inevitably come across those big accounts that you drop. How are you going to handle with that stress? Well, so in this in this capacity, um yes, but also no because I'm going to be going after not really big businesses, but more individual on an individual level to help them in their personal lives become more solo entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. So, it's not going to be like I'm going to be hunting huge businesses, but yeah, I've been hunting huge influencers, which is, you know, Same apropos. Type of thing. Yeah, 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 it's similar. Um but but yeah, it's it's starting to I wanted to push, position myself this year to actually sell for myself so I can reach out to people and sell. And instead of taking, you know, fucking 15% commission on the deal, obviously I get the whole deal now and like just get it. Yeah, it's you it's know, all it's you. Just, <laughs> so tell me about like, uh, how are you hunting these bigger influencers? Like, how do you find them? What is, is it, yeah. is it just a one DM type thing? Like what is your process to getting them on your show? Yeah, if it was the one DM thing, I think everyone would do it. But <laughs> sure as shit is not a one DM thing. Um, in the beginning, it was much harder than it is now because I've done it for a year now. It's like 60 interviews out. So people can go back and they can scroll through and see, oh, this is a legit podcast. He's had people on, um, decent big-time people, so I'll, I'll come on. But like in the beginning, it was reaching out and just applying my sales process in the corporate world to the sales process and the DMs on Instagram. So making a spreadsheet of all the target accounts or people that I want, sending them DMs, emails, keeping track of if they opened it or not, following up with them every single week. And then eventually I got like eight or nine that said yes to be on the show in the beginning. And I launched with seven or eight. I didn't launch, I launched with three episodes, but then I had a bank of like eight episodes. And then I just kept reaching out and reaching out and building up and that's it. But yeah, I mean like, reaching out to a hundred people when I first start. And these are all like decent influencers and I have no, you know, social proof built up yet. So I'm pitching them concept, you know, maybe reach out to a hundred, maybe 10 say they're down and then maybe three say they're ready to interview and then maybe one show up. So mm. shit's hard in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're not in sales or not coming from a sales background, that'd be very hard to do. Well, uh, for yeah, this specific prospecting, spin. right? Yeah, prospecting, like, it, yeah. It never so ends. Like, nobody loves to do nobody it. Nobody loves it. And sales is part of life, no matter what you do. But uh, I think if you come from a sales background, you understand the rejection and you kind of seek it. So, like, that's that's the mentality I've always had. Well, how'd you get into sales? Like, was it something that you just, like, kind of stepped into? Or were you just, like, naturally, like, you've been doing it since day one? Definitely, I just took the first job I got in mm. 2010. That was up in DC. Um, it was actually for a building materials company, and uh, they gave me the worst fucking car. You know that <laughs> the, the, for, the Ford Flex. You know oh, that Ford yeah. Flex. It's like a long. So I had building materials in the back of it. I was driving around DC, which DC is fucked up. Like if you go one way at one time, it's different 
it's a different one-way street at a different time. Like it's very hard to drive um, in DC. But uh, yeah, I had that. And then with the housing crunch, they actually shut down our satellite office. It was in uh, Herndon, Virginia. And uh, then I had to find a different job. I ended up finding a job at a PR software firm, met a lot of cool people, young people, my friends still to this day, and uh, just been leveling up at each company since I worked at like five different companies, all great companies, all great culture. But I think that's, you know, that's part of it. Like they, they develop great culture and really, you know, good comp plans and commission structures to keep you there, right? Yeah, yeah. To keep you there. Like, that's the whole point. They, they train yeah, you. They, they put yeah, the effort They, they want you there. And, a lot of, and it's a great gig for a lot of people, but you'll never be able to truly ascend to the levels you want to ascend to if you're working for someone else. And that's the bottom line. And some people will never want to ever work for, you know, themselves or, or whatever, and that's completely fine. But if you're, like, complaining and tired, like Gary Vee always says, and you need to do something Changing. different – then change that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Or absolutely. start taking steps. Just start listening to a podcast at work. Yeah. Screw it. Anything. Anything, right? You're still gonna get paid anyways. You're an hourly. Yeah, whatever. So, well, let me let me ask you this. Like everybody has a different idea of what success looks like, what the what you know, what kind of business they want to build. Um, are you looking to build something that you're one hundred percent in control, don't have to have anybody else that you manage, or are you looking to build something that, you know, you have you know, hundred people in staff or whatever? Hell no, I don't want a hundred staff or whatever. like I don't not I do not want to wake up and have to go somewhere and like run a two hundred person company. That is not a goal of mine at all. It's more the solopreneur route where maybe I'll have a team of virtual assistants and whatever, and that'll be fine. But it is um, I define success for myself as like doing what I want to do when I want to do it with who I want to do it with, and that's success to me. And if I can afford to do that, like travel and still do that, like that's success to me. Like no matter what, whether I'm making. 50 grand or 500 grand or 5 million. Like if, if for me, if I'm happy and living a lifestyle where I can actually do things I want to do and not have a timetable on it, that's what I want. And what is, what is, who does Aaron have to become in order for that to be successful? Like, are you, are you there yet? Have you developed into that person or do you think you still have? Hell no, I'm not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) So I've just, I've just been a bricklayer for the last year. I've just been laying bricks. I've been trying to dig out the trenches. And uh, this year, 2020 is the first year I'll actually try to start building the first level. And by building the first level, I mean, actually making some decent cash. And uh, it's probably not going to, actually, I know it's not going to go as smoothly as I, think it's going to go, but, uh, I think I've set up a good foundation where, and I have the sales acumen where I can actually make it work eventually. Um, if I don't make it work fast enough, I, you know, I don't have a big ego. I'll go back to the fucking workforce for a little bit. Like I may have to do a little line about in the interview, but whatever, like (laughs) I'll go back and get a job and supplement it, but I'm really hoping it doesn't come to that. But, uh, I think that I'm positioned well to not have to do that. Nice, dude. I mean, at, at least, you know, like you're aware of who you are, what it is you want to achieve and like any of those flaws that, that, that you have to, to get there. Right. Like any of the, you might have some sore hands after laying that many bricks, yeah. <laughs> but you can stand back after a while and look at, look, I've laid a foundation. Like mm-hmm. this is not just an empty lot anymore. I have something here and now it's time to build upon it. And, and that's, that's a big step because like I was, like I told you, man, like the, the seven podcast episode, that's like the, that's where people fall off. Like it was like, yeah, I'm gonna start a podcast. Cool. And they do like seven episodes and then life gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. Something happens and, and they skip here and skip there and then it never goes anywhere. You're 70 in. Yeah. That's why you gotta, you gotta do something that you actually lights you up a little bit. Like you gotta be happy doing it for no money. And I just, I, so I run a mindset account on Instagram. It's, it's called new age mindsets. It's kind of goes along with the, with the podcast. And I just posted a story the other day of Stan Lee who, you know, passed away. He's the Marvel guy, mm-hmm. but he's got tons of great quotes. And I posted it and he's like, 
Excelsior. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, he's like, I only think people can do their best work if they're doing work they want to do and how they think it should be done. That's and funny. If you're doing the, the best work that you think you're doing, like that's that's how you make it work. Yeah, and, and I believe the same thing about education, right? Like if you don't want to learn something, that's when one of the big things that, that really troubles me. Like I was telling you about my last class, I didn't want to listen or learn about what what we were doing. And, and it's like one of those things where I'm like, I can't force people to want to learn something. Mm. I need to do, I need to rearrange the, whatever it is I'm doing so that they buy in. Without buy-in, they're never going to get anywhere. Mm. And that's the same thing with any type of job or any type mm. of entrepreneurship that you want to go to. If you don't believe in what you're doing, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're going to burn out because mm. it is a lot of work. It is tedious. You're calling people every single day. You're emailing, you're DMing, you're posting, you're editing, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you don't enjoy what you're doing, that fire is going to burn out. It's going to burn out. And yeah, to change what you're doing, you have to change your mind first. That's why I run the mindset account to get let people take the first step because a lot of people say they're going to do stuff or it's 2020, the new decade, I'm going to do this, but they don't actually believe it yet. And if mm-hmm. you don't intrinsically believe anything's going to happen, then you're never going to make your body take the actions to make it happen. Dude, take a look at this camera. Tell people how to get a hold of you. What's up, guys? Uh, Aaron B. Patton on Instagram. I post a lot of crazy stuff there, and then you can get to all my other accounts from that profile, and then AaronBPatton.com. So it's going to be uh, a lot of fun this year. I, I'm excited about can, the year. Can they find you on TikTok, same same handle? You can find me on TikTok. Uh, don't judge me by my TikTok. But, um, <laughs> actually, later today on Instagram, I'll be doing a TikTok vote, and it'll be me dancing some crazy shit with a samurai sword and whatnot. So like, <laughs> you tune in for that. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Or so bad that it's all right or good. I don't know. <laughs> well, when it's bad, it could be really good too. Exactly. That's what so I mean. It's, it's all right. It works that's, out. That's what I mean. Make, get them on the For You page. <laughs> Woo! All right, ladies and gents. A uh, quick reminder 100 sweaters or blankets. That's what we're looking for. So if you guys got them, I know you got some stuff in your closet. Christmas just came. You're trying to empty some stuff out. We'll take the hoodies. We'll take the sweaters. We'll take the blankets right off your hands. Help out the uh, homeless here in San Diego. It's getting cold at night, so every little donation counts. James is the insurance bro, so Pipeline Insurance is what we're here to help you. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com helping you out with all your insurance needs, homeowners, general liability, workers comp, whatever it is you need, or maybe you want to add insurance into your business we can help you out with that dronequote.net forward slash business bros is our show sponsor for today that's where you start your solar shopping experience sunrays dropping down money you just don't have a glove enough to catch it that's the solar panels dronequote.net forward slash business bros you had an o no, it was just oh. a ooh. Okay, all right, all right. Ooh. It was Aaron, a, ooh, not an O. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Aaron, man, thanks for coming on the show, dude. Thank you, man. Thanks for pleasure. sharing, dude. I mean, it's it's always fun to talk to a fellow podcaster. Always have the same mirrored energy. It's it's cool, man. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to to hearing and watching you develop your course. And dude, kudos, much success. That sales skill, that sales training that you put, the stuff that you implement. Um, it's going to take you places, dude. Thank you, That's- man. I appreciate it. San Diego podcaster gang. Let's get it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Dude, we should do meetups and stuff like that for podcasters. Oh, yeah. dude. We Pat should. Flynn has a meetup. I just joined that. He no has way. A, yeah, he has a meetup. Uh, I just joined that Facebook group. You should definitely join I'm that. I'm definitely going to hit Dude. It, it, send us an invite. Yeah, send me yeah, an invite. For sure. Yeah, for, for sure. Because sure. that's that's something that like we're such a like the ones who actually continue to do stuff like that's it's, it's actually a small community. There's a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. but the ones that continue for a long period of time and have those number of episodes, like there's few. And 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 if you're like us, we were 
Later, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We got into this space. You know what I mean? We're just figuring it out as we go. Just taking action, And if baby. there's other people who are doing it, I mean, everybody, everybody has their, their cool little hacks and little ideas. So, you know, I'm, I'm I think I'm it's down. like the first Wednesday of every month. I haven't been to a meeting yet. I just joined it. So, like, I'll probably go for the first time next month. So, yeah, I'll hit you guys Sweet. up. Yeah, let me know. Let yep. me know. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys. Thanks for showing up on Facebook. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 